Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Eric Edelist. Eric is a business and marketing strategist and the CEO of Bazooey. After over a decade as an SEO and marketing consultant, Eric started Bazooey in 2019, a customer communication platform that enables your business to rank first on local search results, improves customer reviews, and increases revenue. Eric is passionate about empowering small businesses and startups to grow beyond their own expectations. Thanks so much for joining me today, Eric. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm, I'm thrilled to have you here. Um, th- these, you know, this topic around you know, SEO and marketing and, and all of that is always um, so important and something that I think small business owners struggle with unless they're in the marketing space. No, yeah, definitely. So I think one thing is to kind of look at in terms of, you know, your marketing budget and then, you know, based off of ROI, like what, where are you going to go from there, right? So creating the right marketing mix and, you know, with these local businesses, a lot of it, they don't really even think that way because they're so bogged down in their business. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why they just need, you know, quick solutions or, you know, tools to, you know, enable them to make these you know, data-driven decisions on the fly. Yeah. Do you think that um, sometimes I think that that they expect that uh, because they're local, people are just going to know about them or, you know, find out about them, be, you know, because they're in the hood, so to speak. And so... Yeah, definitely. Is that true? Um, yeah, definitely. That's something where uh, you know, they're like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need Yelp. I don't need this. Like, you know, I have my family members and then my family members, you know, invite their friends and then their cousins come. And, you know, that's how our business is built. We've been around for 40 years. I can't tell you how many business owners I've spoken to on the phone with that exact response. It's it's really, really eye-opening. And, you know, that's another, you know, thing here, a hurdle is that, not, you know, convincing them that something like, you know, the solution that my team and I have, you know, built um, would work for them and that they're willing to educate themselves in terms of, you know, growing for the new age. Right, exactly. Okay, well, we're going to try and give them some information today that will help them uh, reevaluate how how they are viewing these things. Um, So I'm curious, what what marketing strategy, what local, let, let's say it this way, what local business marketing strategies are working and what ones aren't working right now? Yeah, so, I mean, one that's definitely working is the, you know, referral business, you know, getting friends to refer you or, you know, in this case with the online presence, 
um, you know, growing those reviews, um, you know, whether it's Yelp or in Google My Business, you know, growing those reviews and, you know, getting those out there. Um, and then people reading about those, right? Because, you know, a lot of people have iPhones or Androids, right? But um, for instance, on Apple Maps, if you type in barbershop, right, in your phone, guess yeah. what search result it pulls? Yelp. Oh, so, does it really? Yes. So it's going to pull the Yelp search results. And, you know, if you're, if you're not on there, you know, how do you expect to, to gain new business? And, you know, I think something that really doesn't work is, you know, like Facebook ads. Um, oh, that's interesting. How come? Because a lot of it is in the targeting, right? Yeah. And like, I can't tell you how many times I've seen you know, just scrolling through online, you know, on Instagram or Facebook or wherever, and seeing ads of pizza joints. I'm in Los Angeles, but seeing pizza joints in Minnesota, like what, like, what is that going to do for your business? You know? So yeah. I think that people think that they could just, you know, go ahead and go in Facebook because it's like, you know, a self-serve ad, um, right. you know, manager and just set up these campaigns and then just let it run. But like, there's so much science and data behind this kind of stuff. So you're just essentially doing nothing for your business besides, you know, spending money with little to no ROI. Uh, and that's why I think it's very, very critical to, you know, grow your referral business, um, but in an online way. I mean, obviously word of mouth is definitely the strongest marketing and always will be, right? Because yeah. that's just yeah. giving someone stamp of approval and you know, but that's essentially how you have to look at the online review space. Um, and, you know, you're reading other people's referrals and, you know, whoever has the most referrals or the you know best referrals, it's not necessarily that you have to have five stars, right? Four yeah. is good too. Um, you know, because it, it puts an honesty level out there that people will then appreciate and trust. You know, if you have all five stars, it's like, okay, this seems a little fishy. And I mean, sometimes you've been to, you know, even a restaurant that you're like, oh, wow, this has five stars and 2000 reviews. And you go there and you're like, okay, well, I would give this place maybe a four, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's like your expectation, you got to set expectations. And that all starts with, um, you know, being honest and, and, re and referring in a, um, you know, ethical way. Right, right. So I, so I think this is so um, interesting. And one of the things that I, I want to sort of repeat for people is that when you said, if you Google barbershops, Yelp comes up, I, that, you know, I, I think that should be a light bulb moment for people. Cause I think they think if someone Googles barbershops, they're going to show up in a list of barbershops and Maybe, but what I'm hearing you say is not at the top. Not right? at the top. Yeah, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the signals for local is is proximity, right? Proximity search. So, yeah. you know, but if someone has just even like two more reviews than you or just, you know, any reviews and you have none, like, yeah, of course, they're going to, you know, trust um, the, you know, the business with reviews over yours. It's just a... It's it's just a given, okay, which is kind of it's kind of sad, you know, because if you're yeah. new, you know that's uh, it, it's well, tough. But that's uh, that's why you know Bazooey was created to right. you know, put 
put that right. advantage out there and, and give a tool um, yeah. that's, you know, self-serve. Yeah, exactly. So, um, is, is that why, like if someone does a search and the, like the Google list comes up, is that why it's in the order that it's in or is that proximity? That's proximity, but also okay. reviews. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and one thing that a lot of people don't know about reviews is that if the review talks about the type of industry that you're in or the type of service that you offer, um, that actually helps, you know, let people know in terms of the, uh, the search results that this business is actually what they claim to be. So that actually helps as well. Oh, that's interesting. That's kind of an, that's kind of an insider tip. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but yeah, but so it's like when you ask, um, you ask, you know, a, a, a customer to, hey, can you leave a review? Oh yeah, and by the way, can you mention that, you know, we're the best barber shop in town in your review, right? So, right. you know, that word, that barber shop, you know, is as your key word because that is your business right and you have like sue's barbershop in yeah. as the title right so yeah. that you just lets that's other additional signals letting the uh search engines know that this is credible for what they actually categorize it as okay so one of the things that i hear from people is that it's it's difficult to get customers to leave reviews they'll say they will and they're well-intentioned but then they get busy with something else. And so, so are there, you know, like any tips or methods that you have found that yeah, work especially well? Yeah, definitely. So that's kind of where we, um, how we, how we um, offer our service is that you're able to send um, SMS and email. Um, a lot of the time email gets lost in the shuffle, you know, yeah, but yeah. how often when you get a text message, do you at least check your phone? I mean, yeah. even if it's spam, you're like, oh, what is this? You know? Yeah. And so then if you've actually built a rapport with your customers, they're most likely going to be more motivated to actually then just go through the process. Cause all you have to do is, you know, click the link. It loads the, it loads the page, you know, you select how many stars you click, click your comment, and then it'll redirect you to the Yelp uh, Google or Facebook or whatever site you want to, uh, push reviews to, and it'll just automatically open the Yelp app on your phone. And then you just leave your review. So it just really automates the process. And there's no, like, you know, sh huh. shifting through and searching for their business or anything like that. You know, it just pulls everything right up. Yeah. Right. So you make it really easy. Yeah. I think the less clicks, you know, is going to increase conversion. Yeah, in, right. in any fashion, you know, even yeah. if you're in e-commerce, you know, yeah. that's just less clicks to, you know, convert. That's, that's gold. Yeah, definitely. Like okay. Even on touching on that note, yeah. in terms, in terms of e-commerce, right. Cause I'm sure some of um, your listeners, you know, probably are in the e-commerce space mm -hmm. is that if you've noticed Shopify, right. One of the leading platforms for e-commerce, yeah. they, they've created this shop um, you know, feature, which allows you to have essentially like one button checkouts. And that's kind of where everything is going. It's just like mm. simplifying. So it's like, you don't even have to make a decision. You know, it's the same. Amazon's been doing it forever, you know, with just the, yeah. the buy now button, you know, yeah. 
Um, so that's kind of where things are going. And if, if we could create tools to adapt that for local business, then that's how, you know, that's how you're. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Whether you're a seasoned designer or a total novice with Visme, you can create engaging, dynamic, branded content that makes people ask, how did you do that? Visit tinyurl.com slash seizevisme to explore. If you're a small business owner or salesperson who struggles with getting the sales results you're looking for, grab a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon and wherever books are sold. And if you haven't seen all audible.com has to offer, you don't know what you're missing. Sign up for a free trial at audibletrial.com slash business growth. Okay, so talk to me some about um, the importance of, not only the important, well, the importance of customer communication, but you know, what does that mean, customer communication? What, how should these local companies be engaging with their customers? Yeah, I mean, so let's go back to the barbershop example, right? When you're, when you're getting your hair cut, um, you know, you're probably talking, you know, a lot of, you know, barbers and right. hairstylists, they, they know their clients because they know their personal lives. Like, oh yeah, they're his dog, Rick. And, you know, so on and so forth. It's like, they just kind of ask because you have those small talk conversations because you, you see these people like once a month or twice a month or, you know, so you just begin to learn someone and, and learn you know, what they like and what they do and, you know, where they work and all this type of stuff. But soon as you leave that barbershop, guess what? You're not going to talk to that person again until they come back. Yeah. So the importance of being able to communicate with them and be like, hey, you know, Jennifer, I haven't seen you in, in two months. Is everything okay? You know, just kind of following up with them right and just letting them know and you could even send them like a, a discount like a promotion you know if you have a promotion going on or anything like that just to stay engaged with these people because if you don't guess what the competitor will right right yeah it's really a good point it's i mean really it's one thing that not just local businesses i mean i think most businesses totally miss this point and and it is critically important so let's talk about brand what is the best way to grow your brand the best way to grow your brand is to do the minimal as possible in terms of providing a quality service right and building a fan base, right? Like true fans of your service offering, right? Mm -hmm. um, and whatever, whatever that offering is, and then them telling their friends, mm -hmm. right? And growing mm -hmm. it like organically that way, but also doing that same concept online, right? So that's, yeah. that's where kind of Bazooey comes into play because you need to be able to communicate with these people because um, they've had a great experience. But, yeah. you, but the same way that you have those conversations with them offline, you need to bring that online because then other people need to be able to see how great 
uh, uh, your services. Okay, so when you say that though, I need you to give me an example of having that same sort of engagement online. What, what would that look like? Yeah, so for instance, you know, if you're able to send, you have your first few clients, right? And you take, you send, um, you know, an, an SMS or an email and, and you know, you kind of say, hey, can you please like leave? I just, you know, launched a, a Yelp page or a, a Google My Business listing. I'd really, really appreciate it if you could like share your experience, you know, and let people know the quality service that I provide. Um, and then from there, right, that that starts building your 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 presence online and your your word of mouth online because when people are searching on their iPhones and your business comes up, right? Yeah. You're going to start growing. You're going to start growing. There's just no, there's no question about it. If you provide a quality service um, and you're able to get that message out there, that's how you win. Right. Okay. Thank you for that. That was really helpful. So can we talk about SEO? Because I, I, I cannot begin to tell you how many small business owners tell me they don't have any idea what it is, how to do it, how to know if whoever they're engaging is doing it, you know, correctly or whatever. So do you have, you know, some tips and tricks for SEO that you can share with us? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I mean, the first and foremost, you know, is to kind of look at how to position yourself and kind of what your competitors are doing, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, how you could adapt that and do it a little better, right? Um, and as far as like local SEO goes, you know, one of the biggest things is obviously the reviews. Um, but second is just correctly making sure your name, address, and phone number is listed on all these online directories. So it's called oh. local citations. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you have the big you have the big players like Google and Yelp and stuff like that, but there's zillions of other ones out there, um, and that's a very very um, strong thing to make sure that you're correctly listed on all those um, directories. Well, how do they find those directories? That that's new to me. Yeah, so there's um, there's service offerings out there. Um, you could even go on Fiverr um, and you know literally type in. Uh, uh, local citations, you know, and people, you know, have those service offerings for cheap. So, you know, that's where you get, you start getting scrappy, right? Like if you don't have big budgets, right. Yeah. But you have big budget mentality, you know, that's when you start using Upwork and Fiverr and stuff like that to, you know, kind of um, execute what you don't know. Like if you read about something, right. And you're like, Oh, wow, I'd really like to do this for my business, but I don't, know where to begin a lot of the times you know you could literally just even watch a youtube video yeah. <laughs> it is amazing <laughs> it is yeah. everything is out there yeah um, and it's just like when you so the whole thing with, with search right is someone is either they're interested right yeah. or they're actually looking to you know purchase right so they're either doing research or they're looking to purchase yeah. and figuring out user intent 
is one of the biggest factors in SEO. Is this keyword going to convert or is it going to just let people learn about my business, right? Yeah. Huh. Um, and so that's one of the biggest things that you have to look at when you, when you are looking at an SEO strategy is user intent. What is the intent of that search? And, okay. does, your, and does your business match the Wait intent? Okay. Now, what about target audiences? Can you talk some about how to identify them and then how to make sure you're speaking to them? Yeah, so I mean, the target audience, the best way to figure out your target audience is actually talk to your current um, customers, right? Mm -hmm. And and learning about them and learning their behaviors. Um, you know, that's when I, when I talked about earlier was, you know, uh, Rick and, and his, I mean, the customer and his dog, Rick, right? Yeah. That is letting you know that that maybe your your clients are pet owners, right? So that could that could be an audience that you might you know want to target is, is, is pet owners or dog owners, you know, wow. to be even more uh, granular. So it just all really depends on you know your service offering and um, the behaviors of your current clients. Do you find that like when you're dealing with companies that they're hesitant to reach out to their customers and ask them these sorts of questions? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there's just a, a, a fear, a wall that has just been placed in terms of, oh no, I don't, I don't want to bar bother Susie. Yeah. She's, uh, you know, she's got four kids and you know, <laughs> this and that, and that, and that's why you need to be able to natively reach them in, during the behaviors that they're already doing. So you're not interrupting them, right? Ah. But you, you still have to be proactive about it because yeah. if you're, if you're not, you lose. Yeah. Right. Right. This is really resonating with me. I'm doing a program um, on the 22nd for retailers. And so the, these things that you're saying are giving me confirmation about some of the things I'm going to be talking about. I, I really appreciate that. Um, and it seems like what, what I'm one of the, my takeaways from this is that you have to be engaging with your customers and getting to know them and continuing that conversation after they leave your establishment. Yeah. I mean, that's the mm -hmm. biggest thing is, is figuring out how to contact them after they leave your establishment, you know, and yeah. that's, that's why, you know, the barbershop's a perfect example because you yeah. probably have their phone number and their name, right? Right. <laughs> so right. why not follow up with them? Like, what's the worst going to happen? They, they opt out of a, a text campaign. Okay. Yeah. You know, but if you do and you succeed, guess what? Your business grows. <laughs> and now you get to actually take all the review, all this data that you've collected and improve your business with data-driven decisions. So now you're now you're not only just you know taking your business to the next level in terms of growth, but you're actually making calculated decisions. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. how you win. I see that. So 
Eric, is it possible to turn a negative review into a positive? Yes, of course. I mean, that's honestly, um, you know, what Google and Yelp recommend to do is to, if someone leaves you a negative review, um, to reach out to them and try to, you know, you know, either offer a free service or, you know, find out why, what, what was the issue here? Um, and you'll actually be very surprised on, you know, the turnaround that people are willing to do if you offer them and just speak to them because they want to be heard. The whole reason why mm. people go to these review sites and leave bad reviews is because they didn't have a great experience, right? Yeah. And, they, and they need to vent. And guess what happens? They vent, but which tarnishes your business. Yeah. And, that, and that's why it's very, very, very important to be proactive, you know, instead of being reactive. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think that's really great. And I think that's a good thing for people to remember that if they go and they vent online, it's because they didn't have a good experience and they didn't, either they shared it and didn't feel like it was heard or they didn't feel like they could share it there, you know, when they were in the moment. And so you got to well, hit it and address it. Exactly. Well, if you think about it in the terms of, you know, we just talked about the, the fear, you know, of, of reaching out to your customer. Mm -hmm. How do you think your how do you think your customer feels about you if they had a bad <laughs> experience? How do they reach out to you? Yeah. That's and that's why you get a bad review. And so part of being proactive then is asking for feedback, right? Correct. Yeah. You're not necessarily asking for a review. You're right. asking for feedback. You just want to be able to communicate with them and learn about their experience. And right. if you are willing to give a good review, then that's just, that's earned, you know, that's, that's a yeah. reward for providing yeah. good service. Yeah. I okay. Mean, Bazooie allows, well, I'm going to talk about this part. Bazooie yeah. allows a business owner to be proactive, right? And if it's left a one to three star, it just pushes the feedback back to the business owner. Four or five, it will redirect them to Yelp, Google, Facebook, whatever the business owner wants to increase. Oh, that's interesting. So it, it, yeah, it curtails, you know, bad feedback to give you the opportunity to reach out to that customer without the feedback going public. Ah, that's really interesting. So really this is all about reputation management. Yeah, I mean, right? in, the, in the long run, it's definitely the reputation management, but it's, it's more so, like I said, like you don't wanna guarantee that someone's gonna get, you know, a review, right? Right. But you, you are going to, the thing we can guarantee is that you'll be able to reach out to your customers via email and SMS and find out how their experience was. Right. You know? Yeah. And if you left, you know, a good impression, guess what? You just earned a good review. Right. Right. Exactly. It is an earned reputation, which is a very, you can't buy it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Wow, this is really valuable. Is there anything about marketing a local business that I missed that we haven't talked about? 
I mean, there's there's a there's many many channels, right, when yeah. it comes to to marketing. Um, but I I think being you know frugal as possible, yeah, you know, is is definitely the best route. And also looking at back at old school techniques, right? Before there was technology, like what what was done, you know? Yeah. And I I think you know it honestly would make sense to run an ad in the local paper versus run one on Facebook. That's fascinating. Well, if you think about it, right? A lot of these people that are that are local, right? They yeah. they they tend to have these local behaviors. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. as crazy as that sounds, and I think a lot of um opportunity is missed when you try mm -hmm. to um you know be more you know on this in this new age of digital right yeah. uh, i think a lot of opportunity is missed because guess what everyone is doing it so like what makes what makes you different from the other person right and then that's mm -hmm. also saying that you know about um you know targeting avenues and you know how to correctly geotarget you know all that kind of good stuff mm -hmm. um so as long as, as for sure, a for sure thing though is if you t if you find a local paper and you advertise in it, you know that that's going out to the local community. Yeah, boy, that's a great point. That's really th this is all so interesting and helpful, um, Eric. I I really appreciate it. Now, will you tell the listeners um, a a little bit more about Bazooey and then how they can find you and reach out to you and and you know what you've got going on please yeah definitely so um Bazooey was built to build opportunity for local businesses that really thought technology would not be affordable actually um since covid we actually um created a, a free account now you could actually have a free account forever a lifetime free account wow. um and it, it just you know it just kind of limits you know how much uh yeah. you know feedback you could gain um hmm. and then obviously we have we've paid versions but um yeah we're, we're very very open and here to make sure that local businesses succeed because the economy is definitely built around the local business versus these big corporate, you know, um, companies. Right. And, you know, so many jobs are created locally, you know, yeah. by having a, having a local business succeed. And that's kind of our mission is just to keep local businesses lights on. Yeah. Um, and we will continue as, you know, technology evolves and mm -hmm. times change, we will continue to build affordable technology to assist these local businesses. Um, and Bazooey is just <clears throat> one solution, um, you know, and that's, and you could find it at uh, bazooey.com. Um, we have a live chat. You could uh, message us. Uh, if, you know, I might even respond to be honest. Like that's how involved I am with making sure that local businesses succeed. And guess what? You might not even want to use Bazooey. And it seems like it's crazy that it's a fear involved and like, oh, I can't reach out to my customers. But guess what? If you still send a chat, a question, an SEO question, a local marketing question, mm. we will still respond and give you an answer that you know you might have never 
received before. Wow. So okay, we're now here. Spell we're here to help. All right, but spell, I'm going to put it in the show notes, but will you spell it for people who yeah, are listening? It's, it's B-I-Z-O-O-Y.com. Very, very simple. B-I-Z-O-O-Y.com. Okay, should and, I yeah. even ask where the name came from? Uh, yeah, it's actually a, a made-up um, name, which is trademark. Um, and it is a zoo of businesses. So you have biz, like B-I-Z, and then O-O-Y, right? So it's like a zoo yeah. of businesses. So uh, we're, we're oh. essentially creating a, a community of businesses. Right. Congratulations. Thank you. Really wonderful thank you for that and um and you know for the information as i said i'll make sure that it is in the show notes so thank you awesome. very thank much you. yeah of course um yeah and if anyone has any questions you know i said the live chat you could also uh email us we're just it's info at bazooey you know we're always willing to help that is really great it's uh you know Definitely helpful, especially for small businesses. So Eric, thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) I know, right?